It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? You got your boy D and your guy Aid. We are here today with another Locked On Wizards episode. I want to thank all you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And I also want to thank our friends at Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. So today, we have kind of a nice little fun show. Nothing too hectic happened. We got Rui Hachimura updates. We got Hachimura and Denny Avdia option updates. We have Bradley Bill quotes. We have over-unders, and we have some minor transaction news. So, firstly, I want to start off with Rui Hachimura. Now, we know he's been away from the team. He came back. He was in COVID protocol. But with a recent update, it is said that Rui Hachimura went through individual workouts today away from the team. So, he's not with the team yet. He's not back-back, but he is back. How do you feel about that, Ed? Yeah, I'm excited. This is what we've been working for. I mean, waiting, waiting for. So uh, I know that he's been doing individual workouts. Um, you know, he's not fully back. Like you say, he's not back back. But uh, we're we're ready for Rui. I'm, I'm excited for Rui. I think this is going to be a, a third-year leap for him. But, you know, I do wish he could have been here from day one. Uh, the guys have been working out doing open gym since Labor Day. And it's a new coach, a lot of new faces. A lot of new guys coming in. So I think this year would have been the year to um, be there since day one. But, you know, um, Brad did say that, you know, Rui has a, a huge uh, support system. Everybody support Rui. We're all support Rui. We've all got his back right now. Um, so I'm excited that he's got his mind right and he's ready to go get some rest. He had a busy summer. We said it before. The Olympics carried the torch. He had a lot on his plate being the number one option there, the number one guy being the face of Japan. You know, he's got the, the cup of noodles, the sponsor. So, you know, he, he had a lot of things going on. So I'm happy that he's back and, uh, and fully healthy. You know, last year he missed games because of conjunctivitis to start out the season. Then he had a groin injury last year. So, um, you know, he, he's missed some time here and there. But I, I think he's going to be ready to go. Brad said that he looks good. He saw him take the COVID test and uh, really look good and in shape. So I'm, I'm excited for some Rui dunks and some Rui mid-range jumpers. I'm excited to see him. Yeah. I mean, we are getting closer to Rui Hachimura coming back. I'm very happy about it. You know, we've been waiting for Rui to come back. He wasn't with the team throughout training camp. It would have been really nice to see him when he, when the Wizards were in the preseason. I know he had some Japan um, time in Japan when he was going through the FIBA qualifiers and all of that. So it was nice to see him out there in Japan when it was the NBA regular offseason, the NBA offseason. So it's nice to see Rui. Um, hopefully he'll get with the team and start practicing soon. And we also have a Bradley Bill update. 
which he said that I'm back to normal now, speaking about his right knee contusion. How do you feel about that? Yeah, it was funny that he said, you know, he's back to normal. <laughs> like, you know, but um, yeah, I'm happy about that. I mean, he, he talked about the play against the Knicks. We both didn't see the play, but he said, you know, he bumped knees with somebody uh, against the Knicks. And uh, he, he, of course, he's going to play. Looks like he's going to be 100%. Uh, Wes Unsell Jr. said he did participate in two uh, scrimmages today in practice. So that's good to hear. Going to need our guy, Brad, man. We're going to need him to step up. He had, he had a, didn't have the best preseason. But once again, it's preseason. We're not going to overreact to him going one for 11 against the, was the Raptors and the Knicks. He went one for 11. Had some rough shooting nights here and there uh, in the preseason. But I, I think he's going to step up and play well. You know, um, I'm expecting him to go out there and, and put up 20, 20, more than 20, probably 25. You know, he was he should have won the he should have won the scoring uh, title last year. But Steph just went on a hot streak last year. So I think Bradley Bill's going to pick up where he left off. Averaging about, I think he's gonna. I got him dropping like twenty. I think he's gonna put up thirty. I don't want him to drop forty against the Raptors, because every time he puts up forty, we lose. I think we're like, oh, we we're like on a ten game win, losing streak when he puts up forty. So I just need Brad to go out there and do his thing, look healthy, put up thirty, um, and play defense. I want to see him how he does defensively against um, Gary Trent Jr. against the Raptors. So I'm excited to get him in the lineup on uh, Wednesday night. I can't wait to play the Raptors. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm glad to see Bill saying he's healthy. You know, it may not be 100%, but throughout a full basketball season, nobody's really truly 100%. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as long as he's good enough where it's not really affecting him or it's not any lingering pain, it's good to have him out there. Happy to know that he's going to be out there on Wednesday. I mean, like you said, I'm really looking for the defensive improvement from Bill. I know with Team USA, he was saying he really kind of wanted to be one of the leaders on the defensive side of the ball, one of the best defenders on the team. And I'm, he's bringing that same energy into the Wizards team. So I'm really going to be locked in on him on the defensive side of the ball. Now, I know it's still a team thing at the end of the day, but as a leader of the team, as the best player on the team, you know, you want to lead by example. So I'm sure it's not just me and only me, but the defense definitely going to be watching to see how he does as an individual. Because the offense is going to come, like you said, around 25 plus, you know, mm. maybe 30 points per game again. Who knows? <laughs> but hopefully he doesn't like need to score that much for the Wizards to be competitive. I will be it will be nice to see him his scoring drop off and not because he regressed, but because the Wizards are more deaf as a whole that he doesn't need to drop 35 points, etc., for the Wizards to be competitive. Right. So hopefully. Bradley Bill, no lingering effects against the Raptors on Wednesday. And like you said, I'm excited to get it going. Now, yeah, one thing, one more thing I will say about Bill, he did set some huge goals for himself. So yeah. for him to get those goals, he's gonna have to get off to a high start, which which we know he will. You know, we know he's gonna make the all I gotta make an all-star game again this year. Wasn't make all NBA. He did say before his career is done, he wants to make MVP, wants to make uh, all defense. So he did set some hefty goals for him, but I do think – I'm not sure about MVP, but I think if he really does put his mind to it, I could see all in, NBA defense, maybe third team, but he's definitely going to have to dig and scrap for that. So uh, I love the goals that he set for himself. Yeah, and our last little piece of updates, Rui Hachimura and Denny Avia, their options, the Wizards will exercise the 2022 2022- the 23 contract options on Rui Hachimura, fourth year, and Denny Avdia, third year. 
NBC Sports Washington has learned these are expected new moves. But also, it's interesting because Rui Hachimura next summer will be extension eligible. You have any thoughts on that? It definitely a lot. Um, you look around the league. You look at other guys' contracts. You know, uh, Macau, Michael Bridges, Macau Bridges from the Suns just got a four-year, ninety million dollar extension. Uh, you look at Jaron Jackson. He just for the Grizzlies. He just got a four-year, one hundred five million dollar extension. Um, Kevin Herter got a four-year, $65 million extension, you know. So, um, and then you look you, – you, you're going to have to look at the numbers for Rui. Like, how much money is he going to get uh, the following year when he is uh, extension eligible, you know. Because if you look at the other guys' contracts, you know, Davies Bertans is getting paid $60 million per year. I highly doubt that Tommy Shepard is going to let Rui get paid less than Davies Bertans. I, I feel like – it, it, this this year is a huge year for Rui, this third year because it will be telling on how much money he's going to get paid, how much money he's going to earn uh, for that extension. Because if he goes out there and plays well, then he could probably, you know, I think he should be getting paid more than Bertans, you know, maybe 17, 18, 19 mil. But he has to prove it, though. He does have to go out there and, you know, give me 16 points a game and eight boards a game. He's going to have to be aggressive. He's going to have to show that leap and more consistency. There were games where, you know, he didn't play great, and then he went on a 10-game stretch where he was balling, averaging like 20 and 10 in the months, months of March and April. When we did go on that run, we went 17 to 6. He was a key piece in that, had 30 points. You look at the game against the Sixers where he had 20 points um, and shot really well from the three-point line and had 10 boards. So if he can play consistently like that, then I would say, you know, I would project maybe a four-year um, $80 million deal, something around that. I would say around the 19 to $20 million range for Rui but he has to prove and show that consistency, staying healthy as well and locking in defensively. So this year is huge for Rook. It's, it's going to be huge. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I think I'm looking for another jump from Rui. You know, last season he played really well. This season I know he may start off a little slow, a little rusty, no preseason, no training camp. So he may start off slow, but I'm expecting another Really good year for We Archmore defensively. I know I remember last year it was a stretch when the Wizards were on the West Coast and Rui Hachimura was out there guarding Dame Lillard, out there guarding mm -hmm. Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James, and he held up well for himself. So defensively, there's a lot of potential there for Rui Hachimura. Offensively, we already know his mid-range was his specialty. That's was his go-to, you know. So can he continue to improve from the three-point line? That's the real test with him. And like you said, it's a really big year because you always want to show out in that, those years where, you know. The contract, yeah. 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 He could, he, 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 we, don't want to, we don't want to be finessed like Yon Mahimi. Yon Mahimi was the most contract year type player ever. Yeah. Every time it was a contract year for Yon Mahimi, that's what he would play with. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's, a, if it's any year to show out, it's your contract <laughs> year. You know, Davies Bertans showed out and right. what happened to him. He got paid. Right. He got his money. So, Rui Hachimura, I'm looking for big things for him. And did you have anything to say about Denny Avdia and him getting his um, option exercise? His option, yeah, that was an easy call. Um, you, if you remember last year, we um, exercised Troy Brown's uh, mm -hmm. third-year option. So, this was, part, this was a simple one for Denny. 
Um, it's a big year for him, too. It's a big year for all our young guys, developmental-wise, too, with West NCL Jr. You know, we're looking for guys to be used correctly. Last year, um, Scott Brooks didn't really put Danny in the best situation to succeed, being a spot-up shooter in the corner. We're excited to see um, Danny be a primary ball handler or a secondary uh, ball handler, just see him doing something different to his strengths. So I think this definitely will help him out. And in the future, towards getting a big uh, extension, possibly in the, in the near future when his when his time does come up. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And before we get into our next segment, guys, I have a message from our friends over at Theragun. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day tension-free, Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. And it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stretches of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggested and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, hundreds of thousands of customers, and me. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. Go to therabody.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash locked on. Therabody.com slash locked on. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, Ed, we had some comments from Bradley Bill, and seems he came up with an acronym for the team this season, and that acronym is called ACE. Now, what does ACE stand for? Accountability, communication, and efficiency. What do you think about that? Oh, it's really good. I mean, Bradley Bill has really become a vocal leader, which is what the Wizards want to see. You know, we know he's more of a chill guy. He's more of a reserved guy. Like last year, of course, Russell Westbrook was that vocal leader, but Bradley Bill is definitely stepping up. You know, John Wall was probably that vocal leader uh, two years ago. But now Bradley Bill is the best player on the team, so he's got to step up and um, show that accountability. He's got to be the one showing it on and off the court. Um, and we know he does the right things on and off the court, the things that he does for the community, uh, for the young men at the all-boys school. I want to say um, Bradley Bill won the community, the community assist award, award um, a couple years ago. Um, and it was funny because KCP and some of the other guys said Bradley Bill had an ML Martin Luther King-type speech. They had a team dinner. Um, so it's just funny to hear that from Bradley Bill. You know, the viral video of him talking to his AAU team, to his AAU kids, where he was telling them what to do and telling them the real life of the NBA. So um, it, it's good to see Bradley Bill step up and be a, a, a legitimate leader on his team. 
and be a number one option. So that's really going to be intriguing to see this year where he does have better pieces around him. It's a more balanced team and a more balanced attack. And the guys that are coming from the Lakers, some of them have won championships. So we got some more guys with the, with a little bit more experience than what we had last year other than just Russ. And then everybody else was really, really young. This time it's like everybody's still young under the age of 30. But, you know, you got some more – Everybody's like 27, 28, but they've been in the league for at least four or five years uh, this time around. So, uh, but yeah, accountability. What was the C? What was the C word again? The C word was communication. Communication, yeah. Well, Sunshine Jr. has talked about that millions of times defensively. And then what was the E word? Efficiency. Efficiency. So, yeah, I mean, we got to be efficient. <laughs> I hate to harp on preseason. It wasn't efficient in the preseason. It's just preseason, but we know Bradley Bill's going to step up and play well in the regular season. Hasn't really shot the ball well from the three-point line in the last couple of seasons. That's because he's had to shoot so many pull-up threes and just off-balance threes. He's been double team to triple team. Um, so, you know, I'm excited to see what Wessensa Jr. has in store for Bradley Bill offensively, too. So, But, yeah, Brad's stepping up and being that vocal leader. I love to see it. Yeah. I mean, and it's – I will always stress this. It's one thing to, you know, say the right things – People mm-hmm. say the right things all the time. It's another thing to to show it. You know, as a the saying goes, actions speak louder than words. You know, everything sounds good. Accountability, communication, efficiency, all these things are very true. But a lot of the fans, we want to see it on the court. You know, the Wizards in the past, players have said good things, positive things that make you feel good. And then the regular season, I mean, it's a it's an egg. You know, so... All these things that are being said, they sound great to me. I just <laughs> want to see it out there on the court. You know, like you said, the preseason wasn't very efficient, but it's the preseason. But, you know, you, you want to – and I think the fast start, you've spoken about it a lot. Starting off fast, I think, really will bring a good energy to the fan base. You know, and I know some players on the Wizards, like Kyle Kuzma, et cetera, have expressed that the Wizards are a work in progress right now. So – even though we want a fast start, we may not get that. If we do, that'll be great. But as long, my main thing is just they got to fight. As long as they fight and they don't look lackadaisical or like they're not really out there trying, I think the fans just want to see them fight, want to see them scrap, be a scrappy team. And all the things that they're saying, we can be like, oh, that's this is that ace that they talking about. You know, we see in the accountability we see in the communication, we see in the efficiency, you know, so actions speak louder than words. I think we all want to see the ace in action. That's what I would say on it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, right now it's, it's kind of the honeymoon phase with everything. Everybody's saying the right things at the press conferences, media day and all that stuff leading up to the season. Um, but we got to see it. The defense has a long way to go, too. And we keep talking about Bradley Bill's defense. We got to hold him accountable on defense, too. Did see sometimes last year where he kind of got lost in the sauce just because, you know, he's had to do so much offensively. But, you know, we can't he can't really use that as an excuse all the time. You know, you might be putting up 30, but you can't let other guys like um, Tyrese Maxey go out there and score 30 points off the bench for the Sixers. You just even though he's a great player, I like Maxey a lot, but we just can't let guys like Fork Cork Moss and other guys come off the bench and just kill us. Bradley Bill's got to step up and get some stops as well. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Ed. 
before we get to our next segment, I want to thank you guys again for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And I also have a few messages from our friends at Bet Online. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And we also have a message from our friends at Rock Auto, which this episode is brought to you by. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computers, choosing the only brand? their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For example, the Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store, but only $216 from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving to do it, it yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need, brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpets. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. So, Ed, you had a little you had a little thing you wanted us to do, and it is <laughs> pretty fun, in my opinion. We had some over and unders, and I know you wrote down a list. So what's your list on some over-unders you got? Yeah, so it's funny. Our, um, our rival that we do play on Wednesday night for the game opener, they they did the same thing. So, um, but it will be funny because you know they are they're somewhat of our rivals. That team they just don't like us. But to get back to the over unders, I guess I'll, I'll start with um, Bradley Bill, thirty points per game. We know he averaged thirty point one points per game last year. Was number two in the NBA in scoring. Uh, so it is going to be tough to get back to that. He is capable, but I wanted to get your thoughts on that first. Mm, you said Bradley Bill. What was the number? 30, 30 points per game. I would say under 30 points per game. I think it's hard. That would be back-to-back-to-back seasons averaging 30 points, correct? Let let me look that. I I don't think he averaged 30 in the 2020 season before because I know he stopped playing because of the bubble and the, the season was cut short that year. But let me look that up to make sure, because I'm pretty sure he he averaged like 28 
I don't think he got exactly to, to 30. Um, actually, no, you're right. He averaged 30 points a game. Wow, he really did. He averaged 30 points a game in 2019. Shame on me for not knowing that. But, yeah, he averaged 30 in, 20, in 2020. He averaged 30 in 2019 as well. Yeah, so that will be three straight 30-point scoring seasons, which I think is insane. Uh, with, And I think that's because he needed to do a lot of that. Right. In that season when John Wall got hurt, you know, he really had to start stepping up. And then you had the season where he was in the starting lineup with Isaiah Thomas and Ish Smith, et cetera. He had to take a lot of the scoring load. Even last season, he had to take a lot of that scoring load because outside of Russ, they didn't really have any other guys that you can really truly, truly count on. I mean, you have Rui Hachimura who's going into his second year. But it was still a lot of Bradley Bill show. And also, the offense that was being ran was heavily predicated on the success of him and his fellow point guard in Rust. So I think what West unsets offense, where he wants to focus on ball movement and the ball move around, and also the added depth from the Wizards, I think under. I think under, not by much. I say maybe 28 points, maybe 29. I say it's close, but I would say under. Yeah, I'm with you too. And you hit the nail on the head. I mean, some of it was just because he had to. You know, some if you look at some of the starting lineups, it was it was uh Isaiah Thomas at the point. You know, it's Smith starting that point guard. Um, you know, we had Jerome Robinson out there some games. Mo Wagner was starting. No disrespect to Mo Wagner. I think a lot of Wizards fans love Mo Wagner, um, but a lot of the guys that were starting around Bradley Bill would be um, second string or third string guys on other teams, on playoff caliber teams. So Bradley Bill t- he took a lot of shots, had to take a lot of shots. Uh, there was a lot of isolation basketball. He was getting triple team boxing ones and all that. He was still scoring 29, 30 points a game. So, I mean, he's a, he's a professional scorer. Um, he hasn't shot the three well, but he still can score. He can still gets in the basket. He still – creates fouls. He's one of the best free throw shooters in the league. He gets to the line a lot too. So that will create a lot of points and just easy buckets for him. He's good in transition. I mean, there's, he's a three level scorer. There's nothing he really can't do offensively. He can post up too. So uh, Brad's just an elite scorer, but to get to the answer over under, like you said, with the surrounding talent now, you know, Denwee's going to get his shots up. Uh, KCP is going to get his shots. KCP is not much of a scorer, but he's a three and D guy. He is going to get his three pointers. Uh, Rui's got to get his shots. Kuz got to get his shots. Uh, Gafford, Thomas Bryant, when he comes back, there's more guys that are capable of scoring and to take the load off of his shoulders uh, to help him out. So I do think and it is better for the team, too. Like I said earlier, when he scores 40, it's basically an automatic loss. Uh, he scored 60 against the Sixers. We lost that game. Uh, he scored 40. I can't name all the games that he scored 40, but I just know it was an automatic loss for the Wizards. So it, honestly, it's better for him to be under 30. But he's capable of doing it. He certainly is. So I'm gonna go under as well. I'm gonna I'm gonna say 27 and a half, and that's still probably gonna be top five in scoring in the NBA. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with 27 and a half. But next, I had I wrote down 10. We might not. We probably won't get to all of them. We'll probably continue mm-hmm. in tomorrow. We'll probably do five tonight, mm-hmm. and then finish up tomorrow. And then you know, of course, do our preview for the first game of the season. I can't wait. And there's NBA basketball tomorrow night. Uh, Nets. I forgot who the. Do you remember? You know who the Nets play tomorrow? I, I know the Lakers no. play in the second game. 
the Nets, Bucks, and the Lakers played somebody. Warriors. The Warriors, yep. So, uh, Daniel Gafford. You know, I'm a Daniel Gafford stand. Uh, over, under, one and a half blocks per game. I'm going to say over. I think Daniel Gafford, I mean, he's just very good. Some guys are just very good at certain aspects. And blocks is an aspect of Daniel Gafford's game that he is very good at. You know, so guys are always going to be attacking the rim against the Wizards. Guys are definitely going to be trying to get to the basket against the Wizards. So there's going to be opportunities there. You know, it's not like the Wizards have a Rudy Gobert there. So guys are going to be looking to attack the basket, trying to get to the basket. And I think Daniel Gaffer's going to have a lot of opportunities to block a lot of shots. And we've seen in the first, I mean, not even first couple, and a lot of the preseason games that he can get three, four blocks easy and like two blocks in the span of a couple seconds. So I think over one and a half, very realistic for DG. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I love the three blocks in 37 seconds. That was probably the highlight of the preseason. So, yeah, I'm going to go over. I, I have him averaging 2.3. That's my prediction. That's probably one of my bold predictions. Really kind of not bold because he's capable of doing it. You know, we have four blocks mm-hmm. in a preseason game as well. So, I'm going to go over as well. Uh, this one is – it's not a over, under. It's kind of like a comparison question here. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's going to have the higher three-point percentage this year? Is it going to be Corey Kispert or Davies Bertons? Oh, man. Um, I will say Corey Kispert. I say Corey Kispert. <laughs> okay. And this is without me being biased. I think <laughs> Corey Kispert. We'll have a higher three-point percentage because, one, I think Corey Kispert takes less reckless three-point attempts. I think Davis Berton shoots a lot of, you know, on-the-move three-pointers, et cetera. When Corey Kispert doesn't have the open look, I mean, a lot of the times we see in the preseason, he won't shoot it. You know, he'll bring it back down and pass it off, try to continue to run the offense. Davis Berton will shoot. He will shoot it. So... I, I I will say Corey Kispert. I will say Corey Kispert. Okay, yeah. I mean, after seeing what Bertans, how he how he shot the ball last, and he still had a high percentage of thirty seven percent last year, uh, which is which is good. And like you said, he shoots you only live once type threes. He really does some threes where it's like he probably can't even see the basket. He's just throwing a shot up. So I'm gonna go with Bert. Tons. It's hard to say this. I feel. I just. I don't feel right saying it right now. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Burris Hans right now, just because of the veteran. I'm gonna go with the veteran over the rookie, even though the rookie looked better in preseason and he hit a big shot in the next game. That was a huge shot for the rookie, and that probably is gonna boost his confidence as well. But I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Burton's is gonna go on. He's because he's so streaky. He's he's gonna have one game where he hits up like six threes, and he's gonna go on a couple games where he's like oh for seven or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm barely going for Tom's right now. But all right, my next one is uh, Denny with his playing time over under twenty three minutes per game. That's what he averaged last year. I'm going to say. I can't even say over. I feel like it may be the same. I don't know what that mm-hmm. is. If that's just push, <laughs> a push, I would say it's a push. I think he may average 23 again. 
Uh, that sounds very accurate. I don't know. I mean, maybe he hits like 24. He could have like 22. I think 23 is very good. I think that's pretty realistic. I could see him doing that again. Honestly, I'd say shoot a push and say he may average the same amount of time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go under. Not by much. I'll probably go 18 because there is a long jam at the forward spot. Got to give Kuz his minutes. You got to give Bertans his minutes just because uh, he, he is capable of going on a streak and the money that they're paying him, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already said Kuz. Rui's coming back. Um, trying to think who else is at the forward spot. Kispert. If Kispert comes out there and shows confidence, you got to give you got to give him playing time because he can space the floor. So Denny, I have him coming off the bench, getting nineteen to twenty minutes per game, not twenty three. I think he's going to go down, but I know mm-hmm. West. The only way he's going to get better is by playing. So it's not ideal for your ninth pick in the draft to get less than 23 minutes per game. You want your top 10 picks to get really 25 to 30 minutes per game. You spent that draft pick on him. That's the only way they're really going to develop. But at the same time, you know, you got to put the best players on the floor. Um, Denny is still a work in progress, you know, working on his left hand, working on his free throw shooting, working on his three-point shooting, and uh, finishing it around the rim and just being stronger. So I'm going to take the under. Um, But last one for tonight. I'm going to go with uh, Rui, 13 points per game uh, over under. That's what he, he averaged 13. He averaged 13 points per game his rookie and last rookie season and last year. I'm going to go over. I think with the offense being emphasized more on ball movement, he averaged 13 in an offense with that had a high usage for Brad and Russ, and he averaged 13. Now you're talking about an offense where the ball is supposed to be moving around more and stick less to certain players' hands. I think he has the opportunity to average maybe at least 15 a game, potentially. So I, I would say over, over. Yeah, I'm going to go with that, too, even though that does uh, go inside with the forwards, too. Everybody getting their shots up. Kuzma, you know, Kuzma's going to be looking for his shots, too. They're going to be splitting playing time. But once again, I think Rui needs to be that third option. I think option number one, of course, is Brad. Option number two is Dinwiddie. And then option number three should be Rui. There's going to be some nights where it could be a different guy who's going to step up. That's the great thing about this team. But, yeah, Rui, yeah, he should be getting more than 13 points per game. Making that leap. We just talked about him making that leap for the third year. And we also talked about him, you know, earning earning a, a hefty contract. He's nowhere near going to get a max deal. I don't think it's going to be an Otto Porter situation where it's going to be like, oh, should Otto get a max or not? Nowhere near that. But Rui definitely is capable of – you know, get 13 points a game. Can he shoot the three better? That's going to be a question mark right there. Is he going to be confident? Is he going to be more aggressive? Um, of course, we already know the mid-range assassin, so that's going to be his go-to bread and butter there. Can he put the ball on the floor and get by his man? You know, did he work on his ball handling over the summer uh, with the Olympics as well? So those are the things we're going to be looking for from his offensive game. So I'm going to go over as well. I think it's going to be easy for him to get 15 per uh, game. Uh, just looking at his improvement and his confidence over the summer. So I'm going to take the over as well. And that's the last one for now. I got, I got about five more that we can we can talk about on the next episode. All right, and last story of the day, just a minor transaction, guys. The Wizards claimed Lakers former Laker Joel Ayayi out of Gonzaga, the rookie teammates with Corey Kispert off the waivers into a two way contract. Any quick thoughts on that? Ed? 
Um, yeah, I mean, they're getting the Gonzaga guys. Uh, he's another international guy, too. You know, Tommy Trevor loves – he loves international guys, and he loves his Gonzaga guys, playing with Corey Kisper, playing with Rui Hachimura as well. Um, you know, last year with Corey Kisper, they went, they went to the national championship game, so they went really far. Uh, Listen up some of his college stuff. He was uh, – he won the – he was the, he was the WCC tourney MVP, 2020 all-WCC tournament team, and 2021 all-WCC. So, and that's college. So, you know, you got to see how he does in the NBA. You know, you have all the accolades in college. But he's a good point guard. Uh, what Sunset Jr. said, he brings a lot of defensive intensity. 6'5", 180 pounds. So, he's going to bring some versatility to the team as well. You know, we have Cassius Winston, another point guard that's going to be in the G League. Two, so you know now we have multiple point guards. I really wish we could have had Joel Ayayi for the summer league because we really needed a point guard to help Corey Kispers' development in summer league. But um, I'm, I like the pickup. You know he's from the Lakers. The Lakers actually picked up Jay Huff, who was on our uh, training camp roster. So they just signed him too. So it's just so funny. We've had so many trades with the Lakers and just so much back and forth with the Lakers in the last couple of years. It's, it's just hilarious, in my opinion. But I'm looking forward to the guy. I mean, he's probably going to be more of a G League. Capital City go-go guy, so I'm not expecting him to come in and, you know, give us five points, even five points a game. We'll see if he does get some type of playing time. It would be weird to see him come in and get more playing time than Cassius Winston, the guy we've been waiting to come in and play. Um, so it's interesting. I, I think it's a good move. I think it's a good move. They, they call it the Gonzaga East right now. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I don't have an issue with it. So, I mean, like you said, more of a G League guy. But Everyone, I would like to thank you once again for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Next episode, we, are, we will be previewing the season opener against the Toronto Raptors and also giving you five more over-unders on the season. Now, I would love if you guys made your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Basketball with Josh Lloyd. He hosts the number one daily fantasy basketball show on the planet. It's free and available on all platforms. And that is all we have for you today, guys. Yes, sir. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Basketball's back tomorrow night with the Nets and then the the Warriors and Lakers. And then we finally got us against the Raptors, man. I I can't wait. Yes, sir. I've been waiting for this. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.